everyone, and welcome to the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast, Episode 12. If it's your first time here, this podcast is where we give our opinions and reviews on games and movies we have partaken in during the week. My name is Barry. My name is Craig. And as always, let's get started off with the new segment of our show. I'll let you take the first one, Craig. <laughs> All right, so first thing in news is, uh, I think we talked a little bit last week about the Mafia remaster coming out, and Mafia 2 and 3 are already out. You can download them now separately or you can pay $60 and then when the first Mafia comes out in August you get that as well. Um, They're having some issues with Mafia 2 specifically um, that they're having performance issues, they're having uh, it quit to dashboard or just straight up crash Um, and then the big one is Mafia 3. Uh, When that came out on consoles it was kind of a rocky game when that first came out a couple years ago and apparently this remaster that they're calling that just came out it's uh actually a downgrade so it's not even in 4k anymore basically what they did is originally when it came out there was the xbox one s version or the playstation 4 version then there was the pro and xbox one x version that got you 4k textures they uh got rid of that so regardless of if you're playing on a ps4 pro or playstation 4 regular or same with xbox you're just getting the standard 1080p now they completely got rid of the 4k version so they're calling it a remaster but it's actually a downgrade so there's quite a lot of angry people trying to get refunds right now and i'm also glad i didn't buy it so far so yeah it's kind of a mess i don't know why they did that but uh if you're going to call it a remaster at least put in some work i guess yeah, like that's kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah. They they should have at least kind of said what it was going to be. Like I'm I'm not sure if you remember when you were like, did you play Mafia Three yourself? Yeah, yeah. Was there anything wrong with the version you played? Yeah, it was really buggy because I bought it okay. when it when it first came out, and there was issues with like I had specifically I would get in a car and it would like fall through the the ground and just keep falling. Um, I had issues where it would crash. Uh, texture issues there was a bunch of issues and then they fixed it with patches but then apparently this remaster they just got rid of those patches so i'm not sure why they did that or you know if they were going to do like they're putting all this work into the original first mafia remaster which isn't out yet then just do that game i don't know why they felt like they needed to do all three unless it looks better to sell that way but they obviously didn't put in as much work on two and three as they are on the first one here yeah, that's that's kind of nuts in a in a really weird way. I kind of don't understand it really at all. Like unless unless when they went to do this, they went, "Oh, the upgraded 4K version's way too buggy. We can't sell that or have time to fix it in right. time to to do these things. So let's just fix up the worse downgraded yeah. <laughs> version, I guess." And it's probably something that'll get patched out, uh, you know, hopefully relatively soon, but for the time being, like I was considering paying the 60 and just getting two and three for now, but I'm just going to wait until August when the first one comes out and then wait and see if they actually fix the other two. Because I have Mafia 2 on Xbox 360 and I have three on Xbox One already, so I don't need it. I was just going to get it just to have it because I really like those games, but it definitely seems like it's a it's a wait and see how it goes type deal. Yeah, and especially with them trying to get all this stuff out, it really does seem like, you know, we're nearing June here where all the game announcements usually come up. And yep. with this ramping up, it kind of sounds like they're going to supposed to be announcing like a Mafia 4, and this is the kind of bad press you don't need before a new game comes out. <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll see what happens. I'm just, 
everybody be uh, cautious. If you're looking at picking it up, I would just wait until August and get all three um, for the $60 then and just go from there. Yeah, and if you have any type of remote interest, hopefully they do patch out. Yeah, if you have like a little bit of interest in two, you can like the 360 version is backwards compatible. So like you can buy it on the Xbox Live store probably for cheap or even find it at like a GameStop for like 10 bucks. Yeah. So just do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next on my list is pretty pretty much almost rumored, but also kind of confirmed. Everybody pretty much knows the next Call of Duty is going back to the Black Ops route. It's mm-hmm. apparently rumored it's just going to be, you know, Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> yep. You know, have to be all cool and stuff about it. Uh, <laughs> for for me, I'm kind of, uh, I'll be glad if, you know, to take some futuristic stuff out of it and go back to the pre- uh, pre-modern day stuff i really i really used to like all the world war ii stuff mm-hmm. and i did notice as well that uh, uh playstation is offering call of duty world war ii free yeah for ps plus members thanks to memorial day yeah that was a good so, game um, too yeah and you uh, and i know a lot of the times people you know say oh we kind of ran world war ii into the ground mm-hmm. but if I, I liked those games, uh, the historical battles and kind of, that kind of thing had some sort of, I don't know, machismo to them. It's not the right word. <laughs> That's Machi- the, I'm gonna st- Stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want, and I'm, ho- and I'm hoping that this game does come with the campaign. I know these are the developers that did black ops for, and they scrapped the campaign and they went multiplayer only. Mm-hmm. I like playing the campaign in these games. It gives you, a way to test a whole bunch of new weapons, touch, test a bunch of like weird, cool attachments that you can do with them. Mm-hmm. I would not have fallen in love with the EBR as much as I have if it wasn't for the modern warfare uh, level with where you're running around that entire estate shooting people at night. Yeah, like I would, I probably definitely would not have fallen in love with that weapon as much as I have was if it wasn't for <laughs> a campaign. Yeah. I've heard rumors too that it's it might be like a prequel to Black Ops, like the original Black Ops, which I really liked Black Ops one and two. So if that's the route they're going, that's good. I really like the guns in Black Ops one. So if we can get back to those, like the M4, the M16, that kind of stuff, I'd be I'd be pretty excited about it. Don't necessarily need them to put any type of battle royale in. We have Warzone, so even if they can just do a solid single player and a decent multiplayer, that's really all I need from it. Yeah, and it's either that or it's something where, and I know it would only make Warzone bigger, which is the last thing anybody wants. Mm-hmm. But it's something where Warzone can maybe take to the reins of to the uh, to the Black Ops team, and maybe put in a new map with their weapons as well. But I know that's asking a lot and makes the game a lot bigger. But mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be an even better way to keep Warzone fresh and to keep people playing and downloading it. Yeah, that could be cool if they just whatever new game is coming out that year, they just add into Warzone and just keep updating it like a Fortnite. That'd be pretty cool. So I guess we'll wait and see. That's probably in November, I would assume. Yeah, and Call of Duty makes a lot of money, so they're up to make any sort of money now that as much money as possible. Right. Uh, I also have, uh, just saw this today, there is what they're calling the Insignia Project, which is uh, they're trying to bring back the original xbox live from like the first xbox uh, i think i was checking around earlier today and it looked like those servers went down in like 2010 i think um so 
they're making the effort to try to bring that back. So a lot of the original Xbox games that you couldn't play online anymore, you'd be able to. And I'm assuming that's probably like a Halo 2 would probably be the biggest one there, um, which I'd be down to play some old school Halo 2 again, but I don't have an original Xbox. So, yeah. So with this, and I'm not sure how much information is known about it yet. So they're trying to bring back the original Xbox live on the original Xbox or is it something? That, I'm, that's I, I didn't see. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I just kind of saw it real quick that they were trying to bring it back. I'm trying to pull it up here. Let's say, cause I mean, it could be if they're just trying to bring back the original Xbox live so you could play these games. I don't know if a Halo 2 is all the way backwards compatible to play on the Xbox One or not. Um, but if so, Unless that would you have be... the collection. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not really seeing... It looks like it's on the original Xbox is what they're trying to do. Okay. I'm not sure how many people have an original Xbox right. waiting around to be used. That's a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's good for game conservation, of course, and uh, like video game history. It's, you know, that would be cool to have that there. Yeah. But for sure, I'm not, uh, I, I don't much understand the reason for any of that. In all honesty. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a, a very small amount of people who would be very, very happy to see it come back and would gladly you know, hook up their old Xboxes for it. I just am not one of the people who has an original Xbox laying around. And like you said, like I can, as cool as it is to play a Halo 2 online again, you can pretty much do that now with the Master Chief Collection. So yeah, and like I, I have an original Xbox and I just mm-hmm. have it sitting in my, sitting in my closet right now. What bringing back the, and at the time I did not have any sort of live service on the original Xbox because mm-hmm. it was very hard to do. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, from what I remember. And the fact that people are trying to bring it back, like, what's what's the big reason for it? Like, on Xbox, like, you had you had Halo. I really don't remember a lot of the games. And even then, Game Pass has a bunch of original Xbox games right. on it. So, right. the, I, I guess for, for, for video, as I mentioned, for video game conservation and history, it'd be a cool thing to see come back. But... Mm-hmm. It would make sense if it was an emulation type thing, you know, try to get, and I'm only using this because I played this game recently, but the Star Wars Republic Commando games mm-hmm. where, you know, it was you and three other squad mates. What would make sense is emulating uh, yeah. the Xbox Live so that way you would be able to play with your friends via online instead of having to play that game couch co-op. Yeah, that could be cool because I, I do still have that game floating around, but also that game is... Uh backwards compatible on the xbox one so yeah yeah it's on game pass it's yeah i have it yep (laughs) so you don't really need an original xbox to play it at all but i'm like i said there's people out there who probably are all about it and more power to them it'd be cool to see it come back me i played as far as online i didn't play much original xbox online i played a lot of ps2 online back when that was a thing which it did not work very well but (laughs) played like i think tony hawk 4 was like the first online game i played on the playstation 2 a couple other ones as well but back then i was playing on a dial-up connection and you know it wasn't the greatest experience but it you you know it felt so cool to be able to play a game online for the first time yeah so uh next story for me and it's a little bit of a opinion piece as well Mm -hmm. uh so sea of thieves is coming to steam on june 3rd but then we also have like the Epic Game Store, which is really becoming a strong competitor to Steam now with the better revenue cuts for developers, 
GTA five was free last month mm-hmm. and now Civ six. That's crazy. Is free uh, on the Epic Game Store. And I know for a lot of uh, for a lot of gamers right now it's all about value. You know, a lot of the people uh, that have the Game Pass love it because of the value you get for it. You know, some brand new games are coming to the to the service day one. You don't see Steam doing these monthly free games like the Epic Game Store is. And to me, of course, competition is always good for the uh for like the gaming economy and everything like that and steam has had a firm placement on that but steam isn't doing free games right and it's not like the epic game store is picking crappy games too gta 5 is one of the largest active online player bases for a game that came out oh my god i what (laughs) seven years ago now yeah it was a long time on the ps3 got remade onto all the new gen consoles and people still are eating that game up like it's yeah like it's candy and for me like it's like i love those uh like civ 6 games i really like those type of games the rts or turn-based and the the fact that epic game store is picking triple a games to put on and have become people to download i know that during the gta 5 when that was free their entire store crashed (laughs) because so many people were downloading it and downloading their launcher so for for me and i i still primarily use steam because none of the games that epic game store has really has put out yet are interesting me mm-hmm. but i think uh, i've i hope this better steam and i think it's a valuable news story because to me i think steam has you know all the social parts right when it comes to adding friends and i know like i say the epic game store is not that polished yet but the moment they get polished and they keep doing these free games like there's there is no reason not to start, you know, if you have to choose a preferred pref- uh, preferred provider for games, why not choose the Epic Game Store, especially when they're giving out free stuff? Yeah, and it's crazy. I was just thinking about, I think, you know, uh, Microsoft gives out free games every month, PlayStation. I think, like, Steam is, like, the only one left not giving you free games. Yeah, and Nintendo really doesn't do it either, but we really don't expect Nintendo to do so. They're pretty right. stuck in their old ways. I mean, they're giving you the old Nintendo and Super Nintendo games exactly what i was about to mention they are doing you know the the whole giving you all those older games with your online subscription but yeah steam seems to be the only one not doing it yeah and maybe this kind of forces them to but it could also i mean they're ones to not really budge so i could see them not caring until you know the epic game store becomes a real real threat to them and i think it will eventually yeah so yeah any other stories no, that's it from the news topic yeah, for me. Yeah, that's I guess all I got. Get, I guess we'll get into the games we're playing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, there isn't that much difference. Um, you, you know, if you haven't heard it before in the last episode, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for me is a definite buy. I'm really enjoying this game. Yes, I am, it's a long game and I'm doing a lot of the side missions, but I'm enjoying it. I fell back into Call of Duty multiplayer because I'm tired of getting my butt kicked in Warzone. <laughs> multiplayer like has seen a lot of gun balances i think since the last time i played it now i I was enjoying it a decent amount and on stream if you don't follow us at twitch uh twitch.tv slash high sensitivity gaming uh i revisited animal crossing after two months of not doing (laughs) anything with it yeah and was sort of interested to see and as i was playing it on stream i kind of found myself 
you know, maybe wanting to jump back into it again and that kind of thing. You oh, have, no. <laughs> well, for fun reasons, because I okay. there are people who have never stopped playing this game for mm-hmm. every day, and they have no idea if you leave your island alone, one, weeds come back, and two, your character comes out with bedhead because he hasn't <laughs> left his house in over two months. Right. And that is a really cool detail that, not a lot of people have found out because one like animal crossing everybody's just playing it every day mm-hmm. and we've mentioned here before animal crossing you know it's it's not a game for everyone it's a fun game and i see the fun in it it's just not really for me or not really even for you right but uh you know there a- animal crossing i can see i, I can see the point because i did find myself wanting to sort of jump back into it maybe get a little bit further and make more stupid resources no i'm not i'm not not getting back into animal crossing (laughs) we just had that big long rant that you went off on about animal crossing a couple weeks ago and now you're right back into it i don't know right back into it i i i I visited once for stream Uh, yeah yeah but but i see you know i don't want to let my island go to crap but i don't think i have much of a choice because unless they start doing all of these quality of life changes to the game i'm probably not coming back for a while right until maybe like the next event or something yeah you know if the event interests me yeah for sure i'd do it you know if they were to do something with you know um i'm just trying to think i I like walking back in and seeing the seasons change Mm -hmm. because even then like when i visited on stream i'm in the southern hemisphere so it's fall for me and the trees are all different colors and uh, Animal Crossing is a pretty game, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty with all the different colored trees. So it's the little things that I guess uh, was like, oh, okay, this is this is kind of cool. This is nice. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, little things that you can tell they spend a lot of time on, which is nice. Nintendo, I mean, that's what Nintendo does. Their games are always well made, and they put a lot of time into them. Uh, I started playing Assassin's Creed Origins after you were talking about both forever. I picked up origins um put a couple hours in so far uh first impressions for me because i did play this when it first came out and i did like the first very first mission when it first came out where uh you're i don't even remember where you are but i got up to the point where you go back to like your hometown um and that and that's where i had stopped originally and it was one of those things where i had gotten the game from gamefly I have, I started playing it and then something else was coming out right around that time. And that's what always happens with me. I'm like, Oh, I got to send this back so I can get the next game that's coming out. Um, so I've gone farther than that now. And I am really, really liking it. I haven't had any issues like you've had yet with like the camels. Um, I'm still waiting for it. But the one thing I will say though, is I don't know if it's just compared to other games that have come out since, but the game does move slow. I just feel like like your character attacks slow, um, your dodge seems a little slow, and it's some, something that's not a deal breaker to me at all. It's just something I have to get used to. Um, but I'm actually I'm actually enjoying it. So I've never fully beaten an Assassin's Creed game. I think the closest I got was Black Flag, but I'm gonna say that I'm gonna attempt to at least beat one finally. I think I have pretty much all of them at this point, uh, but I, I really do want to beat one of them so i'm gonna try my best to get through this i know we still have like the last of us is coming up and and there's other games out there but i want to try and 
fully commit to at least one Assassin's Creed in my life. So we'll see if this one's it or not. Yeah, and I mentioned before, I dropped Origins to go to Odyssey because I was having so many problems with Origins. Right. And I'm interested to see, I guess probably Origins is the best part for you to kind of jump into because I wanted to know in, in Odyssey, in case there were any references toward Origins, I know the ending of Origins and I had the whole story synopsis told to me. Okay. So I, I know all about it. So I'm interested to see as you get further into the game, because I will admit it didn't feel, it did feel slow mm-hmm. when you first got into it, but based on everything I've seen, the game starts to get into more critical points and starts doing a lot of uh, a lot of other things that you know maybe if the, maybe if I didn't have so many technical problems I would try to push through it. Yeah. But exploring both like ancient Greece and for me, uh, oh no, ancient Greece for me and ancient Egypt for you, they mm-hmm. do a really good job of like making it look pretty despite um, like an Odyssey. It's it's a bunch of beautiful water and oceans and small islands, and for you it's these vast deserts with huge cities and the pyramids right and you know i can't say enough that those games do a really good job of making the the outside very pretty yeah and i don't remember which one it was off the top of my head but there was one that had like a uh educational type mode where you could go around and look at all of the uh structures and stuff i don't remember if it was odyssey or origins it was one so I know Odyssey has it, and I yeah. was told Origins also has it. It's called okay. Discovery Mode, right? Uh, where you can take random control of NPCs, and you can have a guide uh, waiting for you at the area you're going to learn about or explore, and then they tell you all about it. Yeah, and that's really cool that they would take the time to do that, and also it shows you that like the stuff they're building in game is as accurate as they can make it. So a lot of time went into making sure that it looks as accurate as it should and not just a a game that plays well and has a good story yeah so pretty cool so far i'm gonna keep hacking away at it what else you got oh well for that for me that's it oh you only played one okay (laughs) yeah well no i was talking about odyssey uh call of duty and animal crossing okay i i you had more time to play some of the new releases i did we're going to play minecraft dungeons later Mm -hmm. which we should have a better opinion of for the next episode yeah um so some ones i kind of i finished up the modern warfare 2 remaster uh this past week Uh, i played it through on the veteran difficulty and it made me hate my life but i did get through it um those games on veteran difficulty all of them are such a pain um and i don't know why i put myself through it all the time but i did and it's just as good as i remember you know the remaster is good it looks really nice um it doesn't look as good as like you know the modern warfare campaign but compared to what it's coming from it's a big step up still handles well um still one of the best stories as far as single player for a call of duty game so definitely worth the 20 bucks for me and it also gives you you know you get free stuff for uh, warzone as well when you buy it so 20 bucks to me is is definitely worth it i don't think we're going to see multiplayer and i don't want to see a multiplayer version of it we don't need it so that's just like a quick i i finished that up i got it out of the way um i did start playing detroit become human again just started that up so i'm only a couple hours more in (laughs) that was another game that was also a victim of game five for me where i started playing it and something else came back so i sent it back but I do really enjoy that game. I was a huge fan of uh, Heavy Rain on the PS3. I really liked that game. 
Yeah, I, and I really think that those games do get a really bad rap. Like they do. Experience of them like a movie. Like I, I enjoy them. I admit, Beyond Two Souls. Like I didn't even get through that one. And no. I really, I really liked Heavy Rain, and I really liked. Uh, uh be what's the oh my god I, you just said it what's the game that you're playing now detroit Detroit. yeah sorry yeah. detroit become human and i mm-hmm. did enjoy what i got with that one too yeah yeah I, heavy rain was one of was honestly one of my favorite games in the ps3 era i really really liked it i thought the story was awesome um beyond two souls i never finished either because that one just kind of fell flat for me but i've been really liking detroit um i'm definitely going to finish it it was just one of those games that, like, I bought a bunch of games for cheap this uh, past week. I was like, man, that's a game I I really wanted to go back to. And I think I ended up getting it for, like, five bucks. So nice. it's it's definitely a very, very good game. And I think it's one of those games that you should play if you have a PS4, right? Like, there's specific ones. For me, it's Uncharted. Detroit's probably one of them. Um, Bloodborne. You know, there's a lot of exclusives that you should not miss out on. And I think a lot of people tend to overlook detroit for whatever reason i wouldn't say it's as good as heavy rain for me but it's definitely a decent enough story um yeah. go ahead well i was gonna say yeah like bo- both of them for me like i liked both of them i think about equally i guess for me heavy rain edges it out just a bit just because for the nostalgia region <laughs> yeah or n- nostalgia reasons mm-hmm. but and you and you said it right there you know like a lot of these exclusives you know get a bad rap or people never get to play them like for me you mentioned bloodborne i i love bloodborne mm-hmm. it is my favorite souls like game and if you can get past the difficulty or learn to grow with the game bloodborne becomes one like there's a reason that so many people want bloodborne 2 to come out or be announced for the ps5 there there are so many people who while bloodborne did not doesn't sell as well as the dark souls or didn't sell as well as sekiro like if they release bloodborne 2 there are so many like podcasts that i've been listening to that says ps5 will be their system mm-hmm. the moment they release that so it's it sony just has to dip into their bag of really good <laughs> games that they have for yep. the ps5 and you're looking at having a you know a killer lineup which I just yeah they they jump on I think honestly, for me, this this whole PS4 cycle, the only exclusive that I didn't like from Sony was probably the Order. I, and I never got to play the Order. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, I hear it's—I do hear it's a good game, but it's so short, and that's yeah. what people hated about it. Mm-hmm. Because like, they just have—they put out all their exclusives are hit after hit, and for whatever reason, I mean, the Order is understandable for me. I, I just—I didn't like it, but I just don't understand the the hate that detroit gets but and well and it's well because everybody hates like everybody is like oh it's a david cage story right like just yeah just get lost in the game you're playing you know sometimes you don't have to worry like i get it technical difficulties can become a big problem Mm -hmm. but i played detroit become human i really didn't have a problem with any technical difficulties i just got lost in the story and making decisions to see how it all would play out right I don't think it's it's not the type of game like for Heavy Rain for me. I played it and I played it to get like all the different scenes and endings and stuff like Detroit's not that for me. I think I'll probably play through it once and be fine with that. So it it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't capture me as as much as Heavy Rain did. But definitely is if you have a PS4, I mean, you can find it for dirt cheap. Just, you know, pick it up and enjoy the, you know, the couple days it'll take you to get through. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I started, we'll go with, I just started today the Saints Row 3 remaster. Um, just real quick about it. To me, I was looking back and like it came out, right? 360 and PS3. It's been re-released on the Switch fairly recently, I think last year. Um, and then now we have it as a remaster again um, on Xbox One and PS4 here. And it's, you know, it's the same game I remember. I love the Saints Row series, one, two, and three. After that, you know, four got a little iffy for me. But it's, you know, they put some work in here. It looks better. The controls they changed, which is good. Um, they went to a more traditional, you know, left trigger to aim you know zoom in or aim down sight on your weapon whereas on the original it was like you had to push the left analog stick in so i know a lot of of games that do that yeah so i appreciate them updating the controls because i played saints row 3 i want to say late last year um for my 360 and that was the one thing i was like man this hasn't aged well as far as controls it's a pain to control so they updated the controls the graphics are better I wouldn't say it's a fantastic remake. It, you know, it, it's okay. It is in 4K, but it's not going to blow you away when you look at it. Um, but if you're not a fan of the Saints Row series or you haven't played them before, I just don't understand the amount of times they re-release these games. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It seems out of control. They just keep pumping them out. And you would think the amount of times they've done this now that they would be, you know, be like, oh, we're doing a Saints, a new Saints Row or something. But it doesn't look like they are, so maybe they're just trying to make some quick money here. Um, but it's it's not bad if you enjoy the original games like I do. You know, you'll it's fine to play through again, but it's not something that's going to bring people in who have never played or cared about this series to begin with. Yeah. So, um, and then also I did start uh, Minecraft Dungeons today as well. Um, I mean, it, this is a, a Diablo type game that's aimed towards you know a younger generation because it's Minecraft. I love Diablo, all of them, one, two, and three. So this is a game that's right up my alley here. I've been having, you know, I played, I think, two or three hours so far, and I really, really like it. Um, It is more linear than a Diablo would be. Um, It's a little bit more stripped down. You don't have mana points. All your, you know, your things work on cooldown. You know, your, your health every so often you can use again. So that's a little bit more forgiving. Um, the big thing, when I first started playing, every time you level up, they give you an enchantment point and you can choose to put it on your sword. Uh, you get a bow and you also get armor. And every time you level up, I was putting it on a sword. And then I was realizing that every time you picked up a new sword or a bow or anything that dropped, that you know, it, it felt like, oh, I'm kind of losing those enchantment points when I get a better weapon. And to me, that was, that was kind of a bummer. Cause I was like, Oh, that kind of makes leveling up pointless. Right. Cause you're just kind of basically throwing away your enchantment points. But then when I actually looked, I realized that when you get a new weapon, you can go into your inventory and you can salvage your old weapon. And when you do that, it gives you back your enchantment points. Okay. So that makes it a, a, a much better thing in my eyes. Cause then you can just go and put them right onto your new weapon. Um, so obviously if you know Minecraft, you know, the enemies, the enemy types that are going to be in the game, the story for me is, is whatever it's a, it's a Minecraft game. It doesn't really need a story, but if you're into the Diablo style type game or, you know, looking for something 
new to play with friends. This is a fantastic game. Uh, my only issue would be that there is no HDR, which is kind of weird. Um, so it does look good, but it could look better, I guess, is what I'm getting at there. Yeah, and with with that, is it? it, it I know it's not a typical game of, mm-hmm. of Diablo, of course, but do you pick classes or can everybody play anything? There are no classes as far as I can tell so far. So you just pick what your character looks like when you start out of, uh, I think there's like 10 or 15 to choose from, and then you just go. So like you start with a sword and then like you find bows. So right now I have the diamond sword, which I I didn't play a whole lot of Minecraft, but I think the diamond sword was kind of a big deal in Minecraft, right? Yeah, it's yeah, the diamond is one of the hardest materials. So, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like an all powerful sword. I just, you know, that I have a diamond sword and I have a bow that shoots two arrows at once instead of one now. And I think I'm level six and I don't know what the level cap is. Um, I did a little bit of reading around today and a lot of people have been saying that it's short, that they have beaten all the levels already. Um, But I did notice that every time you play a level, there's an option. There's like a Uh, five different versions of the level that are increasingly more and more difficult and it gives you a recommended level that you should be to play with so if you really really get into the game there is replayability there um but if you even if you do all that i don't know how long you're looking at maybe 10 to 20 hours total okay um so it's not going to be the amount of replay you would get out of a normal minecraft game but it's definitely a very fun game so far for me yeah, we'll have to, we're definitely going to play co-op with the game and try to figure it out. Yeah. I I guess the only problem I guess that you that you mentioned would be with the whole enchantment point thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like every time and if finding a better sword is very common. Yes. It seems like it's going to be a lot of going into the menus, desalvaging, picking it up, enchanting, desalvaging, picking up a better weapon, re-enchanting it again, which I could just see a whole bunch of <laughs> menu crawling, which is not something I want to do, you know, I want to get into yeah. the action play the game with my friends not sit there for 15 minutes with my friends or waiting for my one friend to be like this <laughs> bow has a better crit rate but it's damage overall is yeah. I, I, I will say that it doesn't take long so basically every weapon is going to have four four things right so the first thing will cost one enchantment point i think the second one costs three and then i think it's like five and seven or something okay. um and it's very simple so it'll be like for my bow and arrow, the first time I enchanted it, it was every fifth arrow explodes. And then the next enchantment I did is every fourth arrow, right? So it's very, very stripped down and simple. And I think it's more to aim towards like children so they can understand it better. Um, you have like a dash that works on a cooldown as well. And that's tied into your armor. So like my armor is um, when I dash, it does fire damage to the surrounding area. Um, and then like your sword is the same thing. It just gives you basically, I think the swords, you have like two different trees, if you want to call them that, that you can go down, but it's only like three or four things. So it's not super detailed. It doesn't take you long to pop into your inventory and just do it real quick. Um, but also if you pause or go into your inventory, it doesn't actually pause the game. So okay. I got, I got caught numerous times looking in my inventory and got killed because I wasn't <laughs> paying attention. So yeah, I feel like with those games, it kind of can't pause, especially right. if you're playing with friends. If you pause the game, then everybody has to stop moving, which right. ruins right. it for a lot of other people. Yeah, but definitely a fun game. We'll definitely play it together and check it out. Um, I think it it looks like something that I'll probably end up you know finishing, especially if it's not that long. 
Um, we got time before the next game, which would be The Last of Us for us, or I guess for you, Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade, which comes out on Friday. So, right. Uh, and I will probably play that for stream. If you're interested in seeing the game before you guys mm-hmm. go ahead and buy it, make sure to just drop by the stream. I should have early impressions of the game. I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, mm-hmm. but everybody I've talked to said that the first one is so much better. So, Yeah, I'm interested to see how it is. I've never played either one of them. So, Yeah, well, JRPG Barry will take you through the... <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to see. It. Maybe we can find a way to stream Minecraft Dungeons as well. Yeah, but... I'll, yeah, I'll try to find a way for that one. Yep. We're we're still new to the streaming game, or at least <laughs> I am. So I'm trying to figure out how to. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely new to it. If you couldn't tell by the last stream when I did Tony Hawk, and then realized afterwards that nobody could hear me, um, <laughs> so we're still fill, you know figuring out a little bit of the technical stuff here. But we've been having a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, but that's Twitch all the games I played. Yeah, twitch.tv uh, uh, slash high sensitivity gaming. Just, yep. uh, just make sure you follow it. We're trying to get to 50 followers. Uh, be part of the first 50, and uh, I'm going to leak Craig's gamer tag. So you <laughs> there we go. I like it. All right. Other than that, we're going to go ahead and go to movies, which mm-hmm. not a lot of new movies, of no. course, but I did get into a bunch of classics I haven't watched in a long time. All right. Uh, for me, I'll just start them off as a list here. I watched three movies. It was Bring It On because my parents were visiting. <laughs> and I watched it with my mom. Uh-huh. I swear I don't watch this movie <laughs> on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quest for Camelot and Rodel Dorado, two childhood movies that are very close mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, to my heart. So uh, w- what did you end up watching, Craig? So... I went back and I started watching Westworld again because I had watched that when it first started and that was a couple of years ago now. And then I kind of fell off. So I did finish the entirety of the first season because I think the third season of Westworld just ended. And then uh, I did also watch The Patriot again. Ah, oh, The Patriot. <laughs> yes. Mel Gibson, and I think it's <laughs> finest. I liked, I liked The Patriot better than Braveheart. Yes, me too. Yes. Okay. So for me, I'll go ahead and get the get the first movie out of the way. Mm-hmm. Bring it on! It's a cheerleading Classic. movie uh, with you know <laughs> simple cheerleading drama. You know cheerleading choreography. Lead cheerleader, you know, gets mixed up in you know in hiring someone. They end up stealing dances from other schools. No, th- and it's not their fault. It's the teacher's fault. And jazz, and you know, jazz hands. That's all I remember it for. These are spirit fingers. These are <laughs> jazz hands. And yep. I'm liter- and literally, I'm sitting at my desk doing jazz hands right now. Um, <laughs> uh, the the movie definitely hasn't. Uh, I don't. I definitely feel there's not other movies like it. You know, there were a lot of bring it on one, two, three, four, or how many other bring it ons there were. But those type of mo- these types of movies really aren't made anymore. It's kind of like the, the Step Up series where it was all about dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the Bring It On, like, it's a, it's a fine movie. You know, if if you want to watch it, go ahead. I guess I really don't have a, a good or bad opinion on it. <laughs> it's it's more or less tackling, uh, like, nostalgia for me. But uh, Chris, Kristen Dunst isn't bad in this movie. She's a lot. She has a lot more characteristics than she did in the Spider-Man ones. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with that. And uh, the love interest is kind of this, you know, nerdy musician guy. You know, he's not overly jacked or overly hot. So I guess, I guess there is hope for, you know, a, a podcaster like me to, to find, you know, love. I guess 
the movie's message. All right. <laughs> That's fair. And, and uh, then the next one for me, and I'm going to kind of group these both together. It's going to be Quest for Camelot and Rotel Dorado. I watch both of these movies, and they're really close to my heart, so I'm not sure if it's more for nostalgia regions, reasons. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes don't get how these movies failed. Because Rodel Dorado, uh, the reason I like this movie so much is it based it's based on the Mexican city of gold, Rodel Dorado, and not many animated movies or kid movies like are centered around Spanish mythos. You know, besides Coco, Coco's great, right? For sure. But uh, Rodel Dorado, the music's fantastic. It's got this, you know, it doesn't take itself as seriously as something like Frozen does, mm-hmm. like. The, the, I, I find watching these movies that, like, for example, Rodel Dorado, uh, like, isn't as serious as as a lot of the, uh, you know, Disney kid movies. And, you know, you have music by Elton John in there. You know, this, uh, it, it was, it's really good, Rodel Dorado. If, if you can find a way to watch it, do so. I know you can, like, buy it for, like, four bucks <laughs> on Google Play or YouTube. And Quest for Camelot, the music's good, but there is a reason that the the music's good, but, like, I guess I can see why it financially kind of failed. Yeah. It was kind of coming off of the rails of the whole animated uh, song-type genre, and, like, I like it because it's also, it's, it's based, you know, in ancient England, where, you know, it's King Arthur and excalibur and it's you know they've they've got a banger in a song with brian adams uh <laughs> through your eyes that song's a banger you know yep. just you, you can find that on movie clips but uh if, if it were up to me you know watch rotel dorado you could probably pass a pass on quest for camelot in all honesty i forget that movie even exists yeah sometime. me too you had that you had brought it up the other day and i had to look it up and when i looked it up i remembered it but like just saying the name i i drew a blank <laughs> but yeah like the, the, those are the those are both movies i watched and after you mention after you mention and go through with your kind of shows mm-hmm. i did want to get into the justice league snyder cut whole thing yeah with how that's going to hbo but if if you've got anything to say about the two things you watched a little sure bit, um so the patriot I mean, there isn't a whole lot to say. I think most people have seen this movie at some point or another. I think it's been on every cable uh, channel at some point. Um, but it's, you know, if you saw it on cable, it's a movie that you should probably see the, you know, not edited version. Because one, I forgot how long this movie was. It's almost three hours long. Yeah. And two, I forgot how over the top bloody and gory it is. Because it's, it's out there. Um, but yeah, I would agree that I think it's, it's probably, in my opinion, Mel Gibson's best movie. I really enjoy We Were Soldiers that he did as well. Um, but I think The Patriot is is probably his highest point. I, some people would probably say Mad Max. Um, I think he was in Mad Max or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, The Patriot is great. Um, I just stumbled across it. I was like, hey, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen this movie in probably 15 years. I'll check it out again. Um, so not a whole lot to say about that if you haven't seen it definitely go watch it i think everybody has netflix so take three hours and enjoy a very well put together movie that has aged very well too even the special effects for being as old as they are still don't look terrible um a lot of time and effort went into it 
And then uh, just real quick on Westworld, I just, you know, since I've only finished season one, I'm going to go off of season one. Did you ever watch Westworld or not? No, but I really want to yeah. get into it. I actually kind of like the HBO. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan, despite season eight catastrophe, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. I, I judge the entire show, not just the small portion of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, I really want to get into Westworld because I think it's something that interests me. And I know there's even um, they even get some some pretty high A list actors to play yeah. on uh, to play on that. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, and I I couldn't tell you why. Anytime anything Western movie or TV show wise, I'm like, I'm always in. And I don't know why, because I have no, like, nothing with Western appeals to me at all. But you put it in a movie or TV show and I'm there. Uh, My my issue with this show is a lot of it is they. There's so much going on and there's so much that, like, you have to just 100 percent be focused in on this show or you're not going to understand what they're trying to get across to you. And it just seems to me like they're trying to be smarter than they should be. Uh, the story is fantastic. The season one story is fantastic. You know, the basic premise is, is there's a park that they've created that is a, you know, old time Western style park that people pay to go to. And all the people in the park are, you know, robots or androids or whatnot. And you can basically do whatever you want to the to these robots you know you can shoot them um you can hang out with them they're you know they're smart but they can't hurt humans um you can even talk about things outside the park you can talk about the fact that they're a robot and they won't know what you're talking about and that's like the basic premise and then obviously as you would expect things kind of fall apart as they would in a tv show but uh yeah, it's it's a it's a wild ride as long as you're paying attention. It's not a show that you can kind of put on and just browse your phone and half pay attention to or else, you know, you're going to be lost, you know, three episodes in and have no idea what's going on. But if you put the time in and, you know, stick through it, it's it's well worth it, in my opinion. I'm definitely going to watch the other two seasons. I'm just taking a little bit of a break in between because it, it is a little mentally taxing to, you know, focus in on it for that long yeah i can imagine i'm, I'm gonna try to pick it up uh yeah. soon i i definitely want to try to get into it because that the show seems good and mm-hmm. based on what you're saying i'm gonna i'm gonna like it regardless so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to pick it up and maybe we do our own little okay. spoiler cast thing yeah after. that would be better because trying to explain it i think between the two of us would be hilarious because <laughs> <laughs> right. it may mean you know like the basic premise i think will be okay on but there may be some things that we get totally different meanings from so yeah if you watch it that'd be cool all right i can give it a shot i yeah. shouldn't have a problem with that all right so snyder cut give it to me so yeah snyder cut this this i was considering putting this in the news category but we do have like this is more about movies and like kind and about the entertainment business in general Mm -hmm. so if you didn't know the the backstory behind all of this stuff is Zack snyder is the director for the movie justice league justice league was a huge bomb Mm -hmm. you know they have all of these a-list actors um dc was trying to pull an avengers type thing where you have all of your big superheroes. This is where all the money comes in. This is where you pay all the actors. Your big action sequences come up. They really wanted Justice League to be that. And it did not pan out that well. People did not like what they did with the movie. And 
during after the after some time of the you know 4k dvd release there were a lot of rumblings about how a lot of what Zack snyder wanted to put in the movie was cut because i think at some point this was like a six hour movie right uh with all of the stuff he shot and you know you can't expect people to sit in a movie theater for six hours it's just not feasible at least at least in my eyes i know people did the whole marvel cinematic universe right um marathon right before uh avengers endgame came out but uh especially for the first you d dc hasn't built up this um reputation of really good superhero movies so uh that's i think that's why a lot of this is kind of that movie fell flat recently hbo go has announced that they've required the rights to the snyder cut justice league movie and a bunch of dc fans like lit up with like yes we're finally getting justice for (laughs) uh for the justice league and all of this has now spiraled into a fact that there are now talks of ben affleck coming back to play batman for his solo movie and then it's like well what just happened to robert patterson like yeah i i think he's probably uh and i all credit to him i think he's going to put up a very good batman I like Ben Affleck's Batman, but uh, I think Robert Pattinson could do good too. And now there's talks about Henry Cavill, you know, doing more Superman stuff from this. And there's a lot of confusion on whether or not this is going to be like the whole thing or if they're going to chop it up into like a three-part series. Mm-hmm. And for kind of the kind of how this affects the entertainment business is a lot of people are saying that this is a win for like directors uh and when trying to get their entire message across with a movie and you know a movie bombs you know a lot of the excuses you know delaying production or in Zack snyder's case you had a six hour movie that you had to cut down into you know two and a half right so uh, i i liked justice league justice league was a fun movie to me and if Mm -hmm. you're if you're just buying a 4k tv and you want to see what 4k can do I I say watch Justice League because it is a full screen movie. It's shot in a way that does not have the widescreen effect where there are two black bars on your TV. Justice League in 4K is a really really pretty movie, despite it not being that great, <laughs> according, according to critics. Right. But you know, w- with this, you know, I am now going to buy an HBO Max subscription mm-hmm. because I'm I need to see this. I. I am so intrigued by the fact that HBO somehow acquired this. I don't know how they did it, but you now you now have all of these fans stirred up about, you know, this is going to be the justice that we need for Justice League. And I'm interested to see if this ends up being this glory of a mountain that shines a pillar of light down on everybody. And it's like, look, <laughs> look what we did. Or if it's going to be this huge ball of flaming crap, right? That uh, that this movie very well could be. If two and a half hours of this movie was crap, how how is another four hours going to suddenly flush out and make me understand everything? And on top of that, there was a rumor that once Zack Snyder and HBO like got these rights to release this movie, Zack Snyder wanted to do reshoots. Mm-hmm and refilm some of the some of the stuff and it's like how 
how can you uh for me it's like Zack snyder how can you ask that you've already god knows how much money hbo had to pay to get the to get the rights from warner brothers studios Mm -hmm. to be able to broadcast this and it's it's just amazing and it's it baffles me the the kind of hype that this movie is built up despite it not the original not being reviewed very well and i'd like to hear your opinions now that i've rambled on for like five minutes <laughs> oh you're good i think um i had heard that hbo was gonna throw like 20 million dollars at it to for reshoots and or like re-editing and that kind of stuff so they're obviously serious about it i think the big thing though is they've been pushing this hbo max i think it actually comes out tomorrow the hbo max um and for the longest time you know i have an hbo like through cable and i have hbo go and when they've been pushing this hbo max the the shows that they've been putting up there were like friends which has been on netflix forever um fresh prince of bel-air which okay uh you know they had like the big bang theory it was just a lot of stuff that was like why would I pay extra for this stuff? It's all things that I've seen. So this is the first thing that has caught my attention to be like, well, there's your reason to at least get a month of it. Right. So they have to capitalize because they've got people's attention and start putting other things on their site, you know, to keep people in their system here. But as far as the Snyder cut goes, it's something that I've wanted to see since I watched Justice League in theaters, because like you, I didn't mind Justice League. I don't think it's great, um, but it wasn't a bad movie by any means. I just think they didn't take the time that Marvel did to build up their characters. So to me, it was kind of like, you know, I think you had Wonder Woman and Superman movies, and that was about it, right? And then they went right to Justice League. So even then, like you had Man of Steel, Right. And then with Ben Affleck's Batman, the first time you saw that was in Batman versus Superman, where Wonder Woman was the surprise appearance. Right. So you don't need and you don't even get that much yeah. out of this. So for this movie, you know, you've seen now for a total of probably 30 minutes of screen time. You saw Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which luckily her solo movie was great. I really love Wonder Woman's solo movie. Right. And you have Aquaman, who's completely new. Nobody's seen anything of him. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Cyborg. Right. Uh, you know. And also yeah. Flash, because they just threw him in there, too. Yeah, you're right. Um, and out of all of them, like, I really liked the Wonder, Man, Wonder Woman movie. I really liked Aquaman. That was after Justice League. And I'm, yeah. really ex- I'm really excited for the next Wonder Woman movie, whenever that happens to come out. But uh, the big part for me was I just... I didn't like the flash and justice league. He was just, I don't know, whatever it was, he just didn't, I didn't really connect with it. It was, he was more obnoxious to me than anything. And I just think it was, for me, it was a product of, I don't think it's the right cast of actor for the flash, but it'd be interesting to see with this cut that maybe we get more and a little bit more backstory and it makes more sense. Um, I would imagine that this is probably something that, they would release on you know 4k eventually anyway but i'm like you i'm super super excited to check this out whenever it comes out i have no idea when that'll be um you know because like i said the hbo max starts tomorrow and we or is it today 2021 okay so for the the snyder cut so we actually still have a ways to wait before we ever see anything of it so we i guess we kind of wait and see if 
you know, if we get a spike in people who subscribe to that, then, because I was just looking at their website when you were talking and like, there's nothing on there for me, for somebody who has HBO already, um, the stuff they're putting on there is already on HBO go. And I think unless I'm wrong, uh, we were talking about this. I think I, because I have HBO already, I get HBO max or whatever. I'll have to check tomorrow, but everything that's listed on there, I can already watch on HBO go on demand. So there's just nothing there right now for me. So until they come up with some other big things, maybe some big shows, I just think people are going to wait. They're going to do their free month trial, watch the, you know, Justice League and, and bounce more than likely. Yeah. And hopefully, and you know, like the thing is, is a lot of people are getting burned out on subscriptions, of course, yeah. like mm-hmm. even I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to see if by the time the Snyder Cut comes out, if HBO has produced enough original content yeah. for for that for their streaming. Because for the most part, we know from HBO Go, they're doing a, a Friends reunion, mm-hmm. which that is going to spike because there are so many people who religiously follow Friends as if it, as if it was the Bible. Right. <laughs> and uh, th- that's pretty much all we know. I mean, the one thing HBO does well is TV shows. Like they have a consistent track record of putting out fantastic stuff. I mean, some of the, the best TV shows considered, you know, if you look at like the rankings of, you know, Rolling Stone did top TV shows of all time, their number one was the Sopranos. Number two is the wire. Those are both HBO shows. Um, Westworld's on there. There's just so many very, very good TV shows that, I don't doubt that they're going to come out with awesome TV shows, but like when Disney plus came out, there was some things to kind of draw you in besides just, here's all the old Disney movies. I just didn't see anything with HBO that like, Hey, here's this new thing to come check out. There's just nothing there yet. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm super pumped though for justice league whenever that comes out next year. Yeah, so am I, but uh, that, that's all I got on my list, mm-hmm. if, there's any, if there's any other parting statements you have, Craig. Not today. No rants today. Yeah, no rants. We're going <laughs> to try to hold that to once a month, but there's definitely times that we could do more. We'll see. Yeah. So uh, we'll close it up here. Thank you guys for listening uh, to the podcast. Again, this is the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. Uh, if you liked it, please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor. We have a new Twitch, like I mentioned now previously two times. It's twitch.tv slash highsensitivitygaming. We also have a Twitter, which is hi underscore sensitivitygaming, uh, which, you know, I just, we try to post our opinions on there and try, try to engage with people as much as possible or post stupid gaming memes as well. We also have an Instagram, which is the high sensitivity gaming. You can also follow us on Instagram. And if you're interested in emailing us with any questions, hypotheticals, or overall opinions of games or movies that we've given our opinions of, we have the high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com. I can't believe I nailed that. You got it. I, that was that fantastic. was perfect. So I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I am so hyped right now that I can't believe I hit that. Well done. <laughs> but then other than that, my name is Barry, and I'll see you guys next time. Later on, guys.